Well, hello there, everybody. Pastor Trent here again with this week's edition of Wednesdays in the Word. It is a midweek devotional intended to challenge and encourage you to live your life worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Throughout the year 2021, we are looking at foundational scriptures uh, from Genesis to Revelation using the F260 Bible reading plan from Robbie Gallaty and Replicate Ministries. We're continuing to journey through the history of the old uh, found in the Old Testament, uh, the history of the Jewish people. Uh, we're leaving behind the life of Joseph, and now we're entering into Exodus and the life of Moses. Uh, this week, as we move into Exodus, it's uh, important to mention that Joseph uh, is long past. The Hebrew people find themselves li living in Egypt, uh, and they have grown in number uh, for the many, many, many years that they've been there. There's new leadership that is in Egypt, uh, and this leadership and these pharaohs did not know of Joseph, and so they began to enslave the Hebrew people and treated them extremely poorly. In fact, harshly would be a good word. In an attempt to control the people, baby boys would eventually, uh, there would be an order to eventually kill all the baby boys at birth because there was fear that the Hebrew boys would grow to overthrow the Egyptian government, and they did not want that to happen. But you know, in the midst of this harsh treatment, God still had a plan for his people. In the midst of an uh, organized attempt to eradicate all the young males so the Egyptians could keep control, God still found ways to work because God is in control of all things at all times, a theme that we have seen repeated throughout our studies of these foundational verses. God had a plan for a guy named Moses. Moses was saved from death and was adopted into Pharaoh's family. We read about that at the end of last week and into this week. And after running away from Egypt because of fear that he would be put in jail because he murdered someone, he fled Egypt, he ran away, and in the wilderness... He meets God. It's a wonderful story where he meets God with a bush that's on fire, but it's not burning. Uh, it's just a wonderful story. And what we see is that God had big plans for Moses. But Moses was not too sure he was the right man for the job. We read it this week in Exodus chapter 4, starting in verse 1. Then Moses answered, But behold, they will not believe me or listen to my voice. For they will say, the Lord did not appear to you. And the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? And Moses said, a staff. He said, throw it on the ground. And so Moses threw the staff on the ground and it became a serpent or a snake. I'm not really sure why God chose a snake, uh, but it did become a snake. And Moses ran from it as he should and as I would have done also. But the Lord said to Moses, Put your hand, uh, put, put out your hand and catch it by the tail. And so he put out his hand and caught it by its tail and it returned to a staff in his hand. In verse 5, that they may believe that the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has appeared to you. Again, the Lord said to him, put your hand inside your cloak. And Moses put his hand inside his cloak, and when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous. 
like snow. Then God said, put your hand back inside your cloak. So he put his hand back inside his cloak and took it out, and behold, it was restored like the rest of his flesh. If they will not believe you, God said, or listen to you at the first sign, they may believe the latter sign. If they will not believe even these two sign or listen to your voice, you shall take some water from the Nile and pour it on dry ground. And the water that you shall take from the Nile will become blood on the dry ground. In verse 10, but Moses said to the Lord, oh, my Lord, I am not eloquent. Hmm, something many of us have also said, I'm not eloquent either in the past since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow in speech and tongue. Then the Lord said, Who has made man's mouth? Who makes him mute or deaf or seen or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be your mouth and will teach you what you shall say. Oh, but he said, Oh, Lord, please send someone else. Please send someone else. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, Is, is, is there not Aaron, your brother, the Levite? I know that he can speak well. Behold, he is coming out to meet you, and when he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth, and I will be with your mouth and with his mouth and will teach you both what to do. In verse 16, he shall speak for you to the people, and he shall be your mouth, and you shall be as God to him. And take in your hand this staff, which you shall do the signs. God had big plans for Moses. Moses was the deliverer. Moses was the man that God had decided would lead his people out of Egypt. But Moses had a lot of excuses. Moses was not sure he was the right man for the job. And he voiced all these concerns to God. What if they don't believe me? And then God says, well, give them these signs. The staff, the leprosy, and the Nile turning to blood was God's response. Then Moses said again, I'm not an eloquent guy. I don't speak well. I'm slow in speech. I'm just not the guy to do this. And God says, who created the mouth? I mean, I love that verse. I mean, that's, that just, just pops right off the page, doesn't it? Who created our mouths? It was God. Who gives us the words to say? It is God who created us and gifted us to do what he has created us to do. God. But then Moses again pleaded, said, please, God, send someone else. Please send someone else. And God says, you know what? I'm not going to send anybody else, but I'll give you some help. I'll give you some help. Your brother Aaron's on his way. He will be an assistant to you. I'll give you the words, Moses. You say them to Aaron, and Aaron will speak those words because he's a little more eloquent with his speech. You know, God has big plans for all his people. If you are a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, God wants to use you to bring him glory and to advance his will for this world and his will in your life. But like Moses, we come up with all kinds of excuses in our own lives, don't we? Maybe we say, you know what, I, God, I'm just not smart enough to do that. That's just not something I have the knowledge to talk about. Maybe we're like Moses and we, we don't speak well. You know, we're not called to give speeches or we're not called to carry on these conversations. Or maybe 
I don't speak well enough to teach a Sunday school class. Hmm. Maybe we'll say, well, what if they don't believe me? What if I'm not smart enough to answer all their questions and then they just don't believe me? Hmm. Here's another one I think we say, I just don't have the time. I'm too busy. Or I just don't have the money to do that right now. It's just things are too tight and I just can't do what God is calling me to do. Maybe for some, we walk around saying, you know what? I've paid my dues. I've served my time. I've had so many moments in ministry and I've served the church well and it's just time for me to take a break. Well, if the Lord gives you breath, then he's got a job for you to do. And he will equip you to do that job. And then at the end of the day, we just say, you know what, God? I just send somebody else. Just send somebody else. Or we'll say one of the excuses, well, I'll do it tomorrow. Or I'll do it next week or next month. And like I've said in the past, delayed obedience is disobedience. There are lots of excuses that we can come up with not to serve the Lord. There's lots of things we can say and and come up with, and we can question God's choosing of us to do this particular job. But God's answer will always be, you know what? I didn't call you because you were qualified. I called you, therefore, I will be the one to qualify you for this task. You just got to surrender to me. You just got to surrender to my will and my ways, and you just got to trust me. That's what he's telling Moses. Moses, I know you're scared. Moses, I know you don't want to do this. Trust me. It's going to work out. It's going to be okay. I got a plan. And through my strength and through my power, Moses, through, through God's strength and God's power, Moses, you're going to be able to do it because I'm going to go with you. You know, when Jesus gives the great commission, therefore go into all the world and make disciples of all the nations. Do you know what he says? He says, and lo, I am with you always even to the end of the age. We don't do it alone. We do it with the empowering of God through the Spirit of God. What is God calling you to do this week? What excuses have you been giving Him? Let's not make excuses. Let's just be faithful to serving the Lord and then let's see how God provides for us as we serve him faithfully. You know, D.L. Moody, uh, talking about a passage in Isaiah, uh, says the following, and I think it's fitting for today, too. Some encouragement for you. He says, I am only one, but I am one. I cannot do everything, but I can do something. What I, what I can do, I ought to do. And what I ought to do, by God's grace, I will do. Every brother and sister in Christ can do something, and by God's grace, it will be done. Surrender your life to him and faithfully follow his calling on your life. God bless you and have a great rest of the week.